This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Street Boys for being too cute. Here's what's going on in the NHL tonight. Sharks lead the Canadians 1-0 early in the second period. Also early in the second, Penguins leading the Hurricanes 1-0. Bruins up one zip on the Lightning. Six minutes left in the first in Philadelphia. Flyers with a 2-1 edge on the New York Islanders. Several games coming up later tonight, including the Capitals against the Canucks and the Calgary Flames with a record of 9-9-3. and will take on the Florida Panthers now 10-8 and 4 after their overtime loss here at Rogers Place as the uh, Oilers tied it with 4.4 seconds left in the third and won at 22 seconds into overtime so Panthers and Flames going head to head tonight and Daryl Sutter the uh, head coach of the Calgary Flames was asked this question should the Flames fans give Matthew Kachuk a warm welcome certainly He's a good player. And, you know, our, our fans always acknowledge that. All right. So I now, first of all, what's he going to say? I, I don't know if a coach would ever come out and say, "Look, this guy who used to play for me just last year is coming back to town. I want everybody to be as mean to him as possible." I, I can't remember a circumstance that uh, that has ever happened in professional sports. So we'll see what kind of reaction Matthew Kachuk gets in Calgary. Predictably, he did not get a warm reaction uh, last night at Rogers Place. I wouldn't say that it was overwhelming boos for, for Matthew Kachuk from the Rogers Place faithful, but there definitely were boos, and he had fun with it. He scores the first goal of the game. He scores early. By the way, the Oilers fell behind one nothing. Have you noticed that's happened a few times this season? I'm going to talk about that in a few minutes. Uh, so after he scored that goal, he gives them the little, what do you call that? The I can't hear you or the boomy louder? I'm sure there's some kind of official name for that gesture, probably from the world of uh, wrestling. But anyway, he gives them the little like, yeah, go ahead and boomy. I just scored a goal. But back in Calgary today, I mean, he was one of the Flames' best players for what, the last uh, six years? But I, I think there is a certain amount of fun that fans want to have saying okay we appreciated you thanks for what you did here now we have to remind you you're not on this team anymore so I think sometimes in that situation the the, the booing might not be malicious it's just saying hey sorry Matthew we cheer for the laundry we cheer for the team that has the flaming sea on the front you got this weird pouncing cat so we, we can't cheer for you. I, I would think some of the booing last night at Rogers Place might have some, you know, I, I think uh, maliciousness, hatred, or uh, at least uh, um, 
Well, yeah, I think hatred is fair. I think a lot of Oilers fans hate Matthew Kachuk, but we don't see him as much now. He'll he'll play in the uh, Eastern Conference. So that that got me thinking though about booing. And this will be our. Uh, it's going to be a two-part off-topic topic. If you'd like to participate tonight, seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three is the number. If you're using the telephone, it's the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pros' choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed Pro all the way. What, in your mind, what is an appropriate reaction from a crowd when an ex-player comes back the first time? It, like, unless he left under awful circumstances where he was kind of like, I hate this team, I hate this city, uh, I hate your, the uniforms, I, I don't like anything about here, and I'm going to leave. Okay, in that case, he might be booed. But, you know, a player who, you know, is traded or even leaves through a, f a free agency, which happens, sometimes there's a financial decision, uh, how, how should that, be, that player be treated? Should it be booing? Should it be cheering? Should it kind of just be, okay, nothing. He doesn't play for us anymore. Whatever. He's on the other team. We want to focus on our guys. So that's part one. Now, th Kellen, this is a more difficult assignment because I okay. feel like our inside sports listeners have graduated up a level when it comes to the off-topic That's topic. right, yes. Because we've had some pretty good reactions lately, some uh, very intelligent comments, some very funny comments at times, mm -hmm. which I, in some ways I appreciate more than the intelligent ones if they're really funny. So we've graduated to a two-part off-topic topic. Okay. When, so first of all, see the first part is kind of on-topic, but then the second part is more off-topic. So part one, how should fans react when an ex-player comes back the first time? Mm -hmm. Boo, cheer, combination do nothing whatever you want and why and then part two of this should booing be more commonplace in everyday life I'll, I'll, and you can i want examples like i have an example so you go to a restaurant the meal is inadequate it's not tasty the portion size is too small there's a, a dead beetle in the sauce whatever should you be able to boo the cook on the way out or just go back into the kitchen and boo the cook, right? Like, give me an everyday situation like that where you think we should be able to boo. You're driving in an Uber. You realize this guy doesn't know where he's going. Like, instead of the tip on the Uber app, there should be a boo button or you just boo him on the way out. Like, boo. I wanted Kingsway Mall and you took me to Londonderry. And Kellen, I know Londonderry. You have a lot of respect for Londonderry Mall. So well, nothing wrong if you wind up. Yeah, there. and you should always, you know, Londonderry Mall is top notch. <laughs> Kellen's a big fan of Londonderry Mall. So Love anyway, Mall. that is the off-topic topic. Uh, how should fans react when a former player returns for the first time? And uh, in what walk of life, area of life? Should there be booing? Should you be able to boo someone, something, a group of people as you go through your everyday life? 7804960063. By the way, you can also follow me on Twitter at Reed Wilkins, R E I D W I L K I N S, and you can email the old program, Inside Sports at 630Jed.com. All right, so the Oilers with a uh, skate today. Not everybody was on the ice. It was generally just the players who uh, don't play a lot of minutes went for a skate, and then they flew to Chicago where they will play tomorrow morning. Or tomorrow morning, tomorrow night against the Blackhawks, 6 p.m. for the faceoff show. The puck will drop at 7:30. Some interesting moments uh, in that game last night against the Florida Panthers. Of course, we know about the big comeback and, and the finish. Um,
the the goal that put the uh, Panthers ahead with 4:44 left in the third period. Montour from Ekblad and Kachuk. So it started with the puck going way up in the air, right by the goal mouth. And Kachuk knocked it out of the air. It went through the crease. They got it back to the blue line, and Montour scored. Now the Oilers challenged that play. And what they were saying is, is that there was a missed stoppage. And this was something that was added into the NHL a couple of years ago. So they're saying there was a missed stoppage. The puck was either gloved ahead or hit with a high stick. Uh, and Jay Woodcroft was asked about the, uh, that challenge today. The way the rule is read is that if it's a high stick that leads to a goal directly, it's the crossbar. I think uh, when it's a stoppage of play high stick, it comes down to shoulder height, normal shoulder height. Our belief in that moment was that Tuchuk was off the ground and where the puck hit the, the stick, we felt uh, it was worth making that call. I can live with the fact that it is a subjective decision. You know, our belief was that it was a high stick, and I would have made that call again. All right. Uh, I'm just going to ask you guys a question. This isn't one you have to respond to because it's somewhat rhetorical. You're going to know exactly what I mean. Would it, would it hurt if the NHL simplified that rule? So if you knock the puck out of the air and it goes into the net, they use the crossbar as the standard. If you knock the puck out of the air and it goes to a teammate, they use your shoulder height as the standard. So when Woodcroft explained in this situation, they thought Kachuk was elevated a little bit and his stick was above his normal shoulder height. They lost the challenge. I think they, they obviously, it sounds like Woody thought they might. Late in the game, you're trying to take that uh, goal off the board. It turned out for the Oilers anyway. Uh, the power play that... Florida got was negated after about a minute because they took it too many men on the ice penalty. But I think, and I, I've, I've thought this for a while, but there's never really been a situation in a game I've covered where it comes up. Why don't they just standardize it in the offensive zone and just say it's the height of the crossbar? Or if there's a play near the net where the puck could go, potentially go in, why not just say it's the height of the crossbar? It's easier to see I mean, there's cameras everywhere where you can tell where the puck hits the stick in relation to the height of the crossbar. And maybe it might be tough for the refs to pick out at full speed. But when you're looking at anything on replay, I think it would be fairly easy to see the large majority of the time. Why don't they just say if there's, you know, a net play, a puck that goes in, it is always the crossbar. You don't have to worry about, well, what is this guy's normal shoulder height compared to this guy's normal shoulder? Like, just make it the crossbar. I mean, I think simpler rules are better. You shoot the puck over the glass, you get a penalty. Doesn't matter if you meant to do it. Doesn't matter if you, you know, if you're shorthanded, the goalie does it, defenseman does it, if you're trying to make a pass, whatever. If you shoot the puck over the glass, you get a penalty. If you contact the puck above the height of the crossbar in the offensive zone, stoppage. Rest of the ice, fine. Leave it, leave it shoulder height. Offensive zone, it's the crossbar. There's a fair standard, same for everybody. I just, I don't know, just a little aside there. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Steve is calling in this evening. Steve, thank you for calling. Go ahead. Hi, how are you doing? Quite well. Excellent. Well, you know, for the booing, I've been just a uh, a person that hates booing, uh, and I think there's three scenarios. One, you have a guy like Kachuk coming back. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, okay, he deserves to get booed. But, you know, <laughs> in Calgary or in Edmonton or both? 
What's that? In, in which city? No, just no, it's, it's just in Edmonton. Okay. Uh, in, <laughs> the other scenario is you get a guy coming back that, you know, was a heart and soul, but it's a business, so these guys come and go. Booing those guys is, is counterproductive. They may come back. But I'm telling you, if they, if they're being booed, they don't they don't want to play here. So you know, I, they gave to the team. They were traded or they left. Um, you know, okay. Uh, I'll say Pronger. I wasn't very happy about. I might have booed him, but okay, because he didn't <laughs> want to play here. Yeah. So the third scenario is is when the team's not doing well, and this is one that just drives me nuts. If the team's not doing well, uh, you know, they're down, uh, you know, 5 nothing or whatever, booing or throwing a jersey on the ice, how is that motivating the team? Um, you're basically, you're hitting them while they're down over it. So, uh, yeah, I just, I'm not a big fan of that. Okay, so you're, so you're fine with booing a, a rival player like Kachuk, but that's pretty much it then. No, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No. Interesting. So, so if you were, so if you were a Flames fan, and I, I, I know you aren't, Steve. I'm not trying to disgust yeah, you. Yeah. If you yeah, were a yeah, Flames exactly. fan going to the game in Calgary tonight, you would, you'd applaud Kachuk if they do a little tribute, and then just leave him alone. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's Kachuk. If he runs Markstrom or something, then you got to boo him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Appreciate it, Steve. That's fun. Thanks for calling. That is uh, Steve seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three on the uh, on the uh, booing topic. Uh, all right. Well, we'll get to more of those as we move along. The Oilers have often given up the first goal in the game. Uh, I will dive deeper into how often it's happened and what Woody and his staff are trying to do about it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. World Cup today. Senegal beats Ecuador 2-1. Netherlands over Qatar 2-0. England takes it to Wales 3-0. United States over Iran 1-0. Canada Thursday morning against Morocco, final game of the tournament for Canada. We'll talk more about the uh, World Cup with Steph Labe, the Edmonton area product, uh, gold medal goalie for the Canadian women's team in 2020. She's now the GM of the Vancouver Whitecaps women's team. She's doing great. She's going to join us uh, after 7.30 news tonight. Okay, you can get in touch, 780-496-0063. We also have Kelly Rudy coming up. I want to ask him a little bit uh, about booing because I think it happened to him a few times in his career. Here's the deal with the Edmonton Oilers coming out of the gate, and, and this has been an ongoing topic. Not, I mean, it's not daily. I don't want to make it sound like it's a topic every day, but it's been a topic that pops up, you know, kind of periodically on this show and when we're talking about the Oilers. 
they often don't start games very well. I mean, this year they've been taking early penalties. They've been getting scored on first, things like that. It's And it's often one of those things in the first five or ten minutes of the game. Yesterday, Kachuk scores 349. Now, I, I don't think the Oilers played a horrible first period yesterday, but still, they fell behind again. Here's the deal. The Oilers have allowed the first goal of the game 14 times. That's third most in the NHL. So 14 out of 22, they've fallen behind at least one nothing. They are 5-9, and nine, which actually isn't bad for coming from behind. They have scored first just eight times, tied for the 27th most in the league. They are 7-1 and one when they score first. Now, the last two games, they've won both. They did not score first in those games. They uh, obviously had the big comeback against the Rangers, kind of went back and forth in the third period last night against Florida. But... Uh, they still allowed the first goal. And I, I and so here's the thing. I remember when Todd McClellan was the coach, he, they were having a stretch where they usually fell behind. And I asked him what, you know, you can do little things you can do to motivate the team or play mind games with them. And he said, well, I'm telling them that there are two games. There's a 10-minute game and a 50-minute game. If we win one and tie one, then we win the 60-minute game. It doesn't matter which happens. You know, if we win the 10-minute game 2-0, tie the 50-minute game 2-2, we win the whole game 4-2. Uh, so that was what he did. And I brought that up to, to Jay Woodcroft today in the context of asking about maybe getting better starts, getting the lead more often. I liked our first period. I thought they scored a goal by throwing it off, like a weird bounce off a D-man and ended up in the back of the net. Do I wish we had that one back? I wish we had that one back, but I thought you know, we did some good things in that first period. Um, you know, is there a 10-minute game and a 15-minute game? Yeah, there is. Um, you know, sometimes we break it down even more than that. Maybe it's a five-minute game or a two-minute game to start. I think the, the thing that we talk a lot about uh, is not dipping our toe in the water and taking a temperature of a game. It's about trying to assert your game plan on the other team right off the bat uh, to have a level of early urgency or early immediacy. And we want to be on the front foot. We don't want to be on the back foot. We want to be on the front foot. And we don't want to wait. We want to take. Um, but uh, that said, when you're playing in the NHL and there's two good hockey teams, and it seems like every team we've played has been a good hockey team, two good hockey teams going, sometimes the other team gets a say in the matter too. And he's right. The opponent's out there trying to do the same thing. And you got to give them credit when they do it. And, and there have been games where the Oilers have fallen behind and, and, you know, haven't been playing that bad. It happens. But, I mean, basically two-thirds of the time so far this season, they're falling behind one nothing. I like some of the things he said. Don't dip your toe into the water. Assert your game plan. Don't wait, take. Those are all mentalities for the team to have. And we talked a couple weeks ago, uh, something Warren Moon said. Let the other team know they're going to be in for a long night. So something we continue to watch for the Edmonton Oilers. Kelly Rudy's coming up.